At sunrise on Saturday, I'm headed down to the lake, just my buddy and me. Got my boat hooked up to my Chevy truck. I'm running high on luck, I ain't ever coming down. Time to back the boat down the ramp again. Do everything we can to come back in with a wind That's a life of a fisherman you wouldn't understand. Something you can't fill on dry land. You gotta get your arms way up in a cat. And set the hook on small mouth bass and then you'll understand. You gotta get your hands on a shamari. Energy little try to let you like what you feel. Stay on a day. Man, man, we are back. I don't know what night in a row this is. I think it's, what is this, six? Are we at the halfway point? Is this six or seven? I think this is six. I think it's night six. I think we're at the halfway point of our run on this 10 presentation uh, featuring all of these anglers. And uh, I'm pumped. I feel like I'm in a stride, like I'm feeling good. I got a shower before the show tonight, and it's really dark in here, this black shirt and my beard are kind of blending together. I don't really know. I was talking about that earlier with Dylan. He was like, did you dye your beard? I was like, no, I'm not going through no kind of midlife crisis or divorce or, you know, typically guys that dye their beards, which Dylan, you know, he's 15. Wouldn't really understand that. Um, I don't really know if he's even dying his beard. He's got one coming in though. Tell you what it, uh, I mean, it's coming in even better than Mike Elsie's. I'm just saying, I mean, I'm not throwing any shade. I'm just saying the kid's got a better beard than Elsie does. So, you know, uh, you know, whether or not he's got a better hook set, we're going to find out in a couple weeks down at Kissimmee Channel Lakes. I'm just saying, right? Um, what up? Let's kick this thing off the right way. You guys ready? Looks like we got a crew already already tuned in. Looks like we got folks lined in left and right everywhere. Um, uh, you guys, y'all know how this rolls. If you're just tuning in, drop in the comment section and let us know where you're watching from. Go in and smash that share button and uh, and use uh, use hashtag dz the 10 you can tag dylan or any of the other uh competitors for uh for this 10 competition and um and uh and and it be entered in to win uh to have a to have a chance at uh at a thousand dollar dz gift card i mean it's that easy guys all you got to do is smash the share button right the little share button right down there and then use hashtag dz the 10 and tag any of these guys, and you're uh, and you're in, right? It's that easy. Um, before we get rolling with Dylan, I got a little, I got a little, I got a little video I want to play for you guys, and uh, and I'm hoping that this works this way. So it looks like we got some folks rolling in here. Uh, Mike Elsie calling me out, Mike, bro. No, I got nothing below for you, but I mean, what do you see? I mean, have you seen the kid lately? He's in the green room right now. He's got some whiskers, bro. They're growing in nice. I'm just saying, they look good. Uh, Barry Bennett's in the house. Derek Brundle, Massachusetts, in the in the house. What's up, buddy? Uh, Nicholas is already is already dropping the hashtag. Nicholas Beltran is already dropping in with his with his reference of Mike Elsie. Looks like uh, Mike Elsie. He's saying is going to take this thing home. New Jersey, New Jersey in the house. New Jersey is that how you guys say it? I'm not. I'm a Southerner. 
have no clue how y'all say that the right way. Jersey, Jersey. I don't, I, I, the only Jersey I've ever been to is on MTV back in the day with the gym tan laundry thing. Wasn't that a thing? That's before Dylan was even alive. Wow. We're going to get into some of those references tonight. There's going to be a lot of things that we can discuss that Dylan will have no clue about. I mean, you guys think about it. The kid's 15, 15, let that sink in anyway. Uh, so I got something I want to show you guys. So let y'all want to do that. Let's announce first. Let me, let's kick the episode off the right way. And then I want to show you guys a really cool video. Let's do this. What's going on? Facebook. Live. What up everybody? Welcome to the way in. I'm your host, Scott Butcher. And holy crap, have we got a show for you guys tonight. We got the one, the only Dylan Fuqua. Fuquay? Fuquay. It's Fuquay. I say it wrong every time because it's not a Fuqua. It's a Fuquay. And I feel like I get a pass because my last name is, uh, let's just be honest, like it's impossible. So, uh, you know, so Dylan, I feel you on that, bro. But I'm pretty sure it's it's Fuquay, right? He's giving me the nod in the green room. It's Fuquay. Fuquay. I don't know. I'm, I want to know what the lineage of that is. Is that We're going we're gonna to ask. I want to know Fuquay. He even sounds good. Like it sounds, it doesn't sound like he's a, he's a redneck from Southern Illinois. Like it doesn't sound like that at all. I mean, the kid's a redneck from Southern Illinois, but it doesn't sound like he is. You know what I mean? So, uh, all right. I got a little, I got a cool little video that was sent over to me earlier today that I was told I could sneak in and show you guys. So let's see if we can kick this thing up and, uh, and share this with you guys. Um, uh, here we go. Let's see if we can do this. I think we can. I think we can. Why do I have that there? Wait a minute. Oh, goodness. Wait, 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 wait. How do I? Oh, man, y'all stay with me. Stay with me. Technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. See if we can get this over here. I want that to go away. Oh, goodness. Now we've done it. Oh, goodness. Y'all stay with me. Y'all stay with me. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. See if we can do this this way. Bam. Right there. I got that there. All right, guys, let's see if we can get this thing going. Here we go. Hey guys, I'm Chad Hoover with Kayak Bass Fishing, and I'm here in Kissimmee, Florida at the world-famous Big Toho Marina because I'm excited about coming back here at the end of January, first part of February, January 29th to February 1st, called the Kayak Bass Fishing DZ-10 Invitational and the Kayak Bass Fishing DZ-10. Now, the 10 is a unique event for anglers that have fished throughout the 2019 season who finished in the top 10 of the Angler of the Year points come down to Kissimmee to fish on the Kissimmee chain to qualify to fish in the 10 through the 10 Invitational. What that means is any angler that finished in the top 10% at a KBF event is eligible to come fish the 10 Invitational, an Invitational style event that could win them that wild card slot into the 10. The anglers that finish in the top 10 of the Angler of the Year standings come down to Kissimmee, Florida to duke it out for the title of 10 champions. Now they're competing for a guaranteed first place payout of $10,000. In addition, we're gonna take care of these anglers like no other event ever has. 
We're going to put them up at a premium property. Encore Resorts at Reunion is hosting the Anglers for this event. We're going to bring you some behind-the-scenes about filming inside the house. We're going to get some behind-the-scenes dialogue between the anglers. We're going to do some candid interviews about the struggles that they had along the way, the successes they had along the way. I forget what I was talking about now. <laughs> We're going to bring you a unique perspective on a kayak fishing event where we take 10 guys, actually 11 this year because we had two tied for 10th place, and maybe one more that wins their way into the Invitational and see who comes out on the top and takes on the title of the 2020 Kayak Bass Fishing DZ, the 10. Guys, if that right there doesn't get you jacked up, I don't know what does. I got to find my screen here. I mean, if that don't get you jacked up, guys, for this event, I, I don't know what does. I don't know what does. I really don't. I think this event this year is going to be amazing. Amazing. Like, uh, let me let me let me let me get my ugly mug off the screen. Let me let's just walk through this payout, guys. Like Chad just said in that little promo video right there. That I think that comes out later on tomorrow, the next week. By the way, thanks Hoover for letting us share that tonight. Uh, I mean, like I got goosebumps, guys. This is an event with eleven guys, possibly twelve, depending on if one of you come down and win this Invitational, where everybody's walking in the door making a thousand dollars minimum. You're walking in the door at the Kissimmee Channel Lakes, hosted by Kissimmee Sports, for the DZ, the 10. And if you're in the 11, or you win that if 10 Invitational to come in, you're walking in the door making a grand. Bam! Right there, $1,000. Right? You got the potential to beat out the other 11 guys, though, for that $10,000 check. $10,000 for first place, $5,000 for second, $4,000 for third, $3,000 for fourth. You double your money in fifth place. You double your money in fifth place. Or, uh, uh, you know, from six on down, you're, you're going to keep that $1,000. Now, we're fixing to bring the KBF kid on. That's kind of the nickname he's earned. To be honest with you guys, I think he kind of likes it. I think he likes being called the kid. I don't know what happens when he turns 25. I mean, but if he stays on the route that he's going when he's 25, he's already won everything there is to win. So then maybe he's just, you know, maybe he's the KBF legend by then. But right now he's the KBF kid. And the guy came in, the the, the kid <laughs> came into the sport at 14 years old. I mean, came in a little bit early, but this year came in at 14. And in the first ever kayak bass fishing pro tournament trail, pro tournament, right? Pro tournament. In the first one that was ever hosted, the kid went out on Santee Cooper in South Carolina and dominated. I mean, dominated. I've watched some of the videos. I've seen some of the photos. Like, I, I you know, I, it, it's the, the kid put in work and woke everybody up. Who is this guy? Where is this kid coming from? Right? Now, you would think that gets enough attention, right? He moves down a couple months into this into the season and goes into the Madison Chain of Lakes and does it again. I think weeks after his 15th birthday. First place again, beating out 62 
of the best anglers in the in the country on the Madison chain. Two pro events he took home first place on. And when I bring him on the screen here in just a second, you're going to see his, 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 his trophy room behind him. I mean, the kid's got swag and, uh, and, and, and he's, he's set up, but I tell you what guys, people are, are, are talking a lot of junk and we're going to talk to him about that, but this kid can go down here and win this thing. There's a whole, I don't even know how many, I haven't done the math. I should have done the math. I don't even know how many, how many years of experience are, are in this house. Um, but I know just Brad case has got 30 years of fishing experience over the entire lifespan that Dylan's even been alive. So it's going to be interesting to see how all that plays out without any further ado, guys, y'all smash that like button, hit that heart. And let's bring the KBF kid right here into your living room right now. Dylan Fuquay. Cause I think I'm saying that right. Dylan Fuquay with a heavy sigh. What's up, buddy? guys how you doing man doing well how you feeling good how are you i'm doing good man doing good see mike elsie look you see what i'm talking about dylan showing them whiskers bro i mean they're coming in nice look at that elsie don't get upset elsie i'm just bro don't be mad don't shoot the messenger it looks good you look good bro Few weeks ago, Grandma made me cut them because it was actually like poofy and stuff like i could like (laughs) grandma made you cut them huh yep (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i love it i love it now bro you you're you're looking a little skinny what's going on man you look, you, you look like you dropped some pounds down almost 50 pounds hey i i don't know guys y'all let me know is that is that y'all cutting in and out or is that or is that me cutting in and out dylan bro i'm gonna kick you real quick and you come right back in let me see if i can get a better a better signal on you all right I don't know if that's his lag or my lag, guys. Let me let me let me cut that real quick and uh see if I can bring him right back in. Elsie, Elsie, bro, don't be don't don't hate the player, dog. Peach fuzz. <laughs> it was said we can't all be like you, Scott. Bro, th- most of this is glued on. I, I sharpie color in a lot of this, dude. This is fake, man. Everything's about me for show, bro. I'm 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 the fakest guy on the planet. Don't you know that? So uh Amanda says, can KBF staff fish the Tinvitational? <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. I don't know. That's interesting. Todd Patrick's in the house. What's up, buddy? Uh, Todd's like, I'm so pumped. Mike Elsie with the awesome video. Derek Brundle. Let me see if we can uh, let's see if we can get the kid back in here. See if we get a better signal there. See if we can get a stronger push. He's back in now and running live. Sorry, guys. We're dealing this live. What's up, buddy? Is that better? I can hear you. All right, cool. There you go. That's a much stronger signal. I like that a lot better. All right. Let's see if we can get rolling with this thing, man. Uh, Elsie's calling Elsie's calling me out. I'm probably going to get punched in the back of the head from him. So, uh, so yeah, dude, you look skinny, bro. What's up, man? You've lost some pounds. Yep, almost 50 pounds since February. 50 pounds since February. So, in the last year almost, 50 yep. pounds down, bro. Yep. What, sparked, I- what sparked that? Well, I mean, why, 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 why the change? Because uh, I'm kind of short and I was pretty chunky and I was it was just better for me to lose some weight and I also look a lot better and I feel a lot better and go stronger at it, dude. So I mean, so you so if you spent the last twelve months, I mean, actively you know trying to get healthier, trying to be better, trying to be to have more endurance, trying to be better to, at competing, right? For sure, that's impressive, bro. Impressive, Hoover. 
Take some notes, bro. The kids saw up 50 pounds in the last year. <laughs> Hoover's going to punch me for that one. In Hoover's defense, he did have two life-threatening emergencies happen to him this year. So I know he's back on it pretty hardcore. He was talking about it earlier. Uh, I think he was having some some uh, a salad and rice or something for lunch earlier today when I was talking to him. I was like, dude, I'm not about that life. Like, I can't, I can't do salad for lunch. No way. <laughs> Hoover says he didn't want to look like me. Exactly. Uh, Sean Scott said he's been paddling his A off. Yeah, I got the comments right here. Pulled yeah, up yeah, yeah. So, good stuff, good stuff. So, all right, boss, man. Well, in, in, in all of your history, because at the ripe old age of 15, you got all of this wisdom. Where did this start, bro? Where did, where did, where did fishing come from? Uh, well, my whole family has been a fishing family. Uh, but, like, like, my dad and my grandpa always used to take me out to, like, you know, crappie fishing. And that, that's where I fell in love with the sport of fishing. And uh, then in, when I was six or seven, dad bought me a perception kayak to go down uh current river in missouri and i'd always take a rod with me and it's just pretty much gone on from there just adding more gear upgrading kayaks and just keep growing from from nothing really now do you remember the moment when when your dad or you online or i mean do you remember the moment when you found competitive kayak fishing yeah, actually, my dad showed me it at first after, like, he looked into it before I did. Like, I didn't know about it, and then he showed me, and then we're like, well, let's get into it. And I, I love fishing. I love competing. Uh, I love kayaking, and it's the best of all worlds. And we, I was, when I started looking into kayaks for my first big tournament one, uh, the Titan 12, the Native Watercraft Titan 12, uh, hasn't or wasn't released yet, so I was going to wait to get that one when it was first released and before that I was still playing baseball and dad said if I hit a home run on the first about of the season he'll pay for half of it and so first about of the season came up and I put it over bro so dad laid out the the the, the blueprint dad's like right here you want this here's how you do it go work for it go earn it and you took him up on it Dad. Mad props, and I'm gonna call my dad and yell at him for not ever giving me an opportunity like that. Man, that's incredible, bro. So good and good for you, bro. Knocked one out now. Now I'm assuming. I mean, are you not? Are you still playing ball? Uh, I kind of gave up baseball to put all my time because I used to play baseball all the time. Practice six days a week, games on Saturday, and I was I always went hard on baseball, but I switched it up to fishing. Just fishing my passion, not baseball. I got you. Now, now you um you had some events last year before Sandy Cooper. You had quite a few events before before Sandy Cooper. You won an open on Kincaid Lake, right? Uh, yeah, I did for the SIKC, the yeah. Southern Illinois. I mean, you know, it, it was it was a handful of anglers, but it was a tournament. I mean, you know, we went out there and competed. Uh, so you're you're 14 there. So your first real big event, uh, you you did you did like Barkley, um, uh, in in June of last year. That was that was I mean that's a pretty good size event. Um, uh, you know you you were middle of the pack there. Um, like I said, 
you won the you won the tournament on Kincaid, but then going into Santee Cooper in the pro event, a what made you decide that you wanted to sign up for the pro event to even get into that series? Well, it's always been my dream to be a professional fisherman. Like before, I really knew what KVF was and kayak bass fishing. I was a big bass boat and be like Scott Morton and people like that be on TV. And then when they released the pro tour, I was like, well, here, here's my opportunity. And we debated it for a couple of days. And I was like, you know what? Let's just do it. I could go down here and I could catch some fish. And I did. And I haven't regretted it at all. And I, if I could go back in time and if I didn't enter it, I'd go back and kick myself in the face if I didn't enter it. Now let's, let's go back to that. Let's go back to, 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 to let's go back to prep. At the beginning of the year, I didn't plan on fishing. Go ahead. You beginning year you didn't plan on fishing what? I didn't plan on fishing as much tournaments as I did end up fishing this year. It's like I just got hooked on it, and I just kept wanting to fish more tournaments, more tournaments, more tournaments. Well, you know, winning and constantly placing in the top ten, you're about fifty percent right now. Fifty percent of your tournaments that you've entered so far in your career, you're you're top ten at about fifty percent. That's a phenomenal statistic. So, you know, of course, winning, you know, what makes you want to do it more? Who doesn't want to keep winning, right? Yeah. But <laughs> I didn't or, or I never mind. No, you're not. Go ahead. Mm, well, I, I forgot what I was going to say. I had something good, but I forgot about it. Okay, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. All right, so then I want to go into to prep work before the Santee Cooper event, right? Um, I mean, so, so you guys come down to South, come down to South, South Carolina, your dad, your dad's your driver, your dad's the chauffeur. I mean, your dad, your dad's really been the big support system. I know you're really close with grandma as well. Uh, you know, you got some wonderful family around you, but you come down here, you get in that event. Did you know the night before how, how well you thought you could do? What was your mindset the night before Santee Cooper? Sorry, you cut out in the last bit right there. What was your mindset the I night think I before? Got it. Yeah, what was your mindset the night before Santee Cooper? The night before, or the day before when I was still pre fishing, I actually ended up catching, I think it was like a 20 inch fish in the spot. And so I was, and I kept seeing more fish on my screen. So I knew that like there might be some more fish there. And for all that same size, I got a really good shot of even getting in the top 10. If I got in the top 10, I was fine. Like, actually, if I just got a limit, I was fine with it. But the night before, I was like, I might got this. I wasn't sure, but I was like, I'm going to catch five fish tomorrow. Now, when, when, you, when you got your fish, I mean, was there a point in the day when you realized that, that, that you were doing better? Did you check the Tourney X leader, the, the NRS leaderboard on Tourney X? I mean, were you, do you look at that? I look at it a lot during tournaments. But actually, on the Sandy Cooper tournament, I didn't have my limit until 2.26. And the lines out was at 2.30. And I only had four fish. But I was sitting, if I remember right, I was sitting fourth place with four fish. And what I was doing, there was bass just chasing shad. It wasn't too much, but like every once in a while, there'd be a bass just blow up on some shad across the lake. And I'd go over there, throw my little puss out on them, and I'll catch them. But in the last 10 minutes tournament, I was like, oh, my gosh, I don't have my fifth fish. And I saw a little bass pop over about 50 yards from it. I paddled over there. 
I cast a couple times. I turned back around, and I see him just going crazy. Back right where I was sitting 10 minutes before, I went back over there and caught, I think it was a 19-3 and three quarter with five minutes left in the tournament. Incredible. Incredible. Let me see. I'm going to try to bring this screen up here a little bit bigger. We can kind of roll this thing in here. So this is, this, if you guys go to Tourney X and you go and you search, uh, Tourney X does a phenomenal job of keeping up with everybody's everything. Uh, there's Native showing off the old uh, the old Titan there. Uh, again, you can see in his in his total number of tournaments, he's got uh, he's got 46 tournaments so far. His top 10 finishes are 23, so he's exactly 50 percent in uh, in top 10 right now. Uh, if we scroll all the way down here to um, let's see, uh, let me roll into Sandy Cooper here. Let's take a quick look at your fish there for uh, for Sandy Cooper. Um, you're uh, you're you're you put up 94 and a half inches. I mean, you you won out by, I mean, uh, you know. It's seven and seven and a quarter inches. I mean, a, a, you know, a whole lot of fish. So we start with your small here. You're 17 and a quarter. I mean, good looking fish. I mean, rocking that catch board. I love that. And then your big, your big of the day was a 21. Uh, what, what'd that come on? What were you doing for that fish? They are all on a uh, Strike King red eye shad. All, all, all Strike King red eye shad, huh? I got you. I got you. Now, fast forward. You competed. You kept moving around. Um, you went up to Gunnersville, which was a huge event. Gunnersville had uh, had 162 anglers, and uh, and you placed 146. What was what was what was that? What was that coming down? How how did you mentally come out of that after doing so well, going into what I think Gunnersville was the biggest event? as far as sheer numbers last year, other than the NC. So coming out of that and just, I mean, and literally kind of, you know, kind of poop in the bed, right? I mean, what, what, is, what, is, what did that feel like coming out of that? Well, it was in the back of my head. Like, I did so well at Sandy Cooper. I want to keep my streak going, but I still have to catch those fish. And on Gunnersville. I did end up catching a couple of decent fish in practice, so I kind of had them dialed in. And there was no other kayakers around me. Just on on tournament, they they just shut their mouths, and I I think I only caught one, maybe two, all day. Now, what was it? Now, now, what, what, what? Emotionally, mentally, physically, what? I mean, how did how was how what was that difference from going from first place to then coming in and kind of getting a dose of reality? I mean, how did you cope with that? Uh, I was mentally prepared for it. Like, like I know I can't go out there and I can just skunk, but I got just got to keep my head up and keep going. Just keep trucking. If it it's fishing, sometimes you're gonna catch the biggest bass of your life, and sometimes you're not gonna get a bite. And after that, when I didn't play so well, I was like, hey, it's the next tournament. We just got to see how I do in the next one. I got you. Fast forward in the in the in the in the early June, prime of summer. You guys go up to, to to the Madison chain and uh and you win this event, dude, by a couple of inches. I mean, beat beat some beat some sticks up here. I mean, you know, had had, had a great tournament series. Tell us about this day. How was this event for you? That day that was easily my best day of fishing, my most fun tournament of all time. Like during pre fishing, 
I was standing on my seat in my Titan, paddling around and just finding tons, just hundreds of spawning smallmouth. Like you can see them from like 10 foot of water to like 25. And I couldn't believe they were spawning that deep. And you could look, the water was so clear, you could look down and see them. And just like, like I wanted to be able to see my bait on the bed. I tried a whole bunch of different colors and I knew I was getting bites because I was still catching fish, but I just couldn't see like when I had the fish. So I switched it up and I put on a white creature bait and they were just inhaling it as soon as it hit the bed. I caught probably 50 fish that day. Man, what an incredible day of fishing. Like your arm almost hurts. You get tired of setting the hook, right? I, I caught a lot of fish that day. That that was that was a fun fun day. Look, I I love how you light up. Look what you talk about, like lighting up like fifty fish. Uh, I mean, you know who doesn't? I mean, that's that's the days we live for, right? I dream about. <laughs> so now, at what point during the year? Obviously, you had been around. You had seen the ten. You had heard about this. At what point during the year did you realize? I mean, were you ever consciously chasing AOI? This season? Actually, no. Last year when I was just doing like state challenges and a couple trails, uh, I ended up getting like 350th place for Angle of the Year. And I was, me and my dad were talking about this just the other day. We are like talking, like if I got top 100 of AOI, I was perfectly fine with it. It was a successful season. Like I wasn't chasing AOI throughout the year i just kind of kept in the back of my mind like hey if i do good i could get it i have the opportunity to i got you if you guys are just tuning in welcome to the weigh-in i'm your host scott butcher we're on with the kbf kid mr dylan fuquay himself uh we are we are brought to you guys by fish usa uh, America's Tackle Shop. Uh, one of my favorite things about Fish USA is uh, is their email system. I know whatever you're thinking. I don't need another spam email. I don't need another 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 email coming into my junk box. Hear me out. What I love about what they do is every single morning they hit you, and it is every it's every morning they hit you with an email. Guys, here's how I do it. I open the email in the morning. I scroll through because there's some phenomenal little quick things that they'll send in through lunch or they'll have closed out at the end of the day. They do all, they have a different sale on something every single day. If you plan and you have the patience to be able to do it, you can go in guys. I quit paying, I quit paying retail for anything because I wait two days ago. Uh, they had in there, I was 20% off of, of all their fluorocarbon. <laughs> I bought $400 for the fluorocarbon that hopefully my wife doesn't catch on the front porch next week whenever it comes in or tomorrow. Or I need to check on the shipping on that actually. But anyway, guys, I'm telling you it's go sign up fishusa.com. You sign up for their email stuff because they're going to send you a different email every single morning. Some mornings it's, it, it I don't want to call it junk because it's, you know, for someone, you know, I'm not buying a bunch of ice fishing rods and they're pushing that because it's ice fishing season. But so I just hit delete. Like, yeah, you had to hit delete. I get it. But guys, I'm telling you, like they put it's whether it's Berkeley Bates, Z-Man, Gamagatsu. Uh, I mean, they, they, they're they they're putting something online on sale. The new Plano Edge boxes, guys, those are brand new, hot on the market. They had them on sale two weeks ago in that email. So go to fishusa.com, get signed up for that email stuff. It's uh, it's absolutely perfect. And Chad, 
no, bro, I'm wearing a dark shirt and the lights are toned down. I have the mood going on, man. I didn't dye my beard. Y'all are making me subconscious. But it is really hard to tell between the beard and the, yeah. Anyway, don't make me subconscious, bro. So, um, Dylan, brother, the 10. What do you know about the 10 before getting the invite to come be a part of this thing? What do you know coming into it? Uh, the 10 was the top 10 best ba bass fishermen in, in the country. And in the back of my mind, I didn't think I was top 10. I, and there's, uh, there's just so many good fishermen out there. And I was just so blessed to end up where I am in the 10, but I, I can't believe it. And it's like, it's still going through my mind. Like, holy crap, I made it. I'm about to ask, has it set in? Like, do you really, do you think you understand what you're walking into here in Kissimmee on the Kissimmee Chain of Lakes? Not really. Like, it's still, it's still setting in. It hasn't set in yet, but I'm just pumped. I can't wait. Like, we're leaving in a few weeks, and I, I can't wait. I'm pumped. So now I, I I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna throw up some uh, I'm gonna throw up some faces here. You've seen me go through this every single night, but your ten competitors that you're that you're guaranteed to be facing off against for your share of over thirty thousand dollars is the frogman himself, Mr. Brad Case, who straight up has got forty two years of life experience on you. Forty two years. He's the elder. You're the you're the you're the you're the new gen. Okay, then you got Mr. Jamie Broad, who is dangerous. I mean, dangerous on every body of water that he's on. Casey Reed, who is probably, I've said it every night of these shows, is probably the most cerebral angler, I think, in 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 in, in kayak tournament fishing. He just he's very dialed in. Um you got, I mean, you got the reigning champ, Cody Milton. Who's been fishing since you know at about he started about the same time age wise that you did? You got a lot of potential. You know, you, there's what about a ten year gap? I think Cody's about twenty four or twenty five. So there's probably about a ten year gap between you and Cody. You have the ability to be what what we all look at Cody Milton as, right? Then you've got Matthew Scotch, who arguably is the number one dude in the in the country right now. You can make that argument. He put in that type of work this year. He put in those type of numbers. I think he took first place in something like 77% of the events he fished. That's mind-blowing. Derek Brundle. Derek Brundle's a guy that I feel like everybody's sleeping on. And I tell you what, this, this dude's coming to play. This is his first year in the 10, and he's coming to clean house. Ken Wood left the 10 last year with a bad taste in his mouth upset with his performance he's coming back for redemption this year to make the house two years in a row that's impressive mike elsie the kbf national champion from this year proved beyond a shadow of a doubt that he belongs in this in this league in this tournament and with these anglers with his follow-up run of events after the nc he went in and took the first place prize away from almost 500 competitors in louisiana and then has been has been cashing checks ever since. Josh Stewart 
is the only angler to make it to all four 10 events. All four 10 events. Think about that, guys. That's consistency like, uh, like unlike yeah, anything else. Nobody else has done that. And then, and then Russ, Russ, Russ Snyder's like, I mean, the guy's a hammer. I mean, the guy went in in his home state of Tennessee and traveled the country this year. And I mean, and pretty much dominated everywhere that he went. Russ was holding a check. Russ was doing this. Russ was doing this. I, it, it was incredible to watch. So Dylan, bro, I mean, you're in good company. You can't get better company. Than the ten guys that you're gonna stay with in Kissimmee, right? Can't get any better than them. They're all hammers and sticks. So I gotta ask, bro. I've been asking everybody. Give me three of these guys that 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 you think have got a chance to beat you. Uh, first, I'm going Cody Milton. He's he's a hammer. I fished with him, or not with him, but I fished near him in a couple of tournaments, and he's just just dialed in. Like, just zoned in. Like, we were on, I forget what lake we were on, but I was fishing. I hear a voice coming up, and I turn around, and he's, like, standing up with his torpedo on, just zooming by me. Like, he's just looking. And I was like, holy crap. And he comes back about an hour later. And then, like, he's just using his graph, and he's he's a good fisherman. That's, that's my number one I'm worried about. And number two is Joshua Stewart. He... I don't know what he does, but he is just a, a stick. Like I don't even know how to explain it, but he's just a good fisherman. Uh, oh, number three is tough. It's it's probably between Matthew Scotch and Brad Case. I'm going Matthew Scotch on this one. He he's from down south. I'm not sure if he's ever fished there or not. I'm sure he has, but he that yeah. Matthew Scotch, those three. I got you. Now, what is your strength, Dylan? If you if 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 the conditions, if we opened up the book and God's listening, and he's gonna lay out the conditions perfect for Dylan to walk into this house and walk out with ten thousand dollars after ten fish. What are those perfect conditions, Dylan, for you? Man, I'm I'm hoping for some some cloud cover, a cold front before, and little to no wind. And those are those are my favorite conditions to fish in. Hopefully, it's like that in a few weeks. What's your style? What's your go-to? What's what's something you got tied on? No matter what the weather's doing, no matter where you're at in the country fishing, what what do you what is what does Dylan have tied on? No matter what, uh, probably Texas red creature bait. And down there, I I know I've never fished down there, but I watched so many videos of just people using just soft plastics punching through the grass and. It's a soft plastic creature bait. So, so walk sure. me through your walk me through your Texas rig creature bait setup, Dylan. What I mean, what do you use? What's your go to? My go to is a Zoom Z crawl. I used probably twenty packets of them this year, and I got a. I just ordered a whole bunch, and I used to have a stack like this big of just extras, every color they make, and just on a three or four aught. Put a worm hook and a peg woo tungsten, and I can go to town with that. So you peg your Texas rig. Yep. I got gotcha. you. Okay. Okay. What What are the oh, conditions? Yeah. What are the conditions 
What would what would be worst case scenario? What is everything that goes wrong? What do you what do you what what's your what's 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 Dylan's weakness? Fifteen years old, you're you know you're carrying yourself around the you're carrying yourself around the country, fishing, competing with all these guys, double, triple your age, some even more. Shout out to you, Brad Case. <laughs> but what what's what's the weakness? What are you not what are you not comfortable with on the water, Dylan? I my my weight my main weakness is me. Like I get in my head sometimes and I just go in a slump and I'm just like, man, I'm not going to catch a fish. That's, that's my main goal is here is to not get in my own head just keep a positive attitude and just not get in my own head. That, that's my main weakness for sure. Now it's funny that you say that because these guys are going to try to get in your head, right? So coming into this house, you haven't really experienced a tournament in this scenario. I've seen you guys sleep at boat ramps, slept in the back of the truck, hotels, campsites. You guys have been all over, but you've never really walked into a house and stayed with the competitors that you're going to be fishing with for a week, right? Yeah. Well, we've we rented a couple of like Airbnb houses with a couple of guys, but I don't, I don't let people, other people get in my head. It's just me in my own head. But so you I had. Can, I, but it's yeah, it doesn't what, get to me. what are your thoughts about coming into this house? Yeah, I, I can't wait. It's gonna be super fun. Just hang out with all of them for a week and talk fishing and just have some fun times. You think you'll have an opportunity to learn anything? Whole time. The whole time I'm there. You think you'll have an opportunity to teach anything? I don't know. There's probably something but I'm going to learn more than I'm going to teach like a hundred times more. That's the right answer. My buddy. That's the right answer. That's what I like to hear, man. I love it, dude. Love it. What, um, uh, I mean, these payouts, bro, when we threw these up earlier this week, I mean, you got some pretty good checks behind you, right? But you even referenced earlier that you wanted to get rid of some of those smaller checks, right? Oh yeah. I mean, I so you're it. looking, so you're looking for a check, something like this, right? What do you do with that ten thousand dollars check, Dylan? Well, first I gotta earn it, and then I'll decide what I'm gonna do with it. But I gotta earn Ooh, it first. With the answers, I'll smooth. Put this man on a roll. It's like butter. I love it. First, I gotta earn it. I love that, Dylan. I love that. But let's say you go in, bro. Everything is set up. That Texas creature bait is on fire. You hook set after hook set. You got the 10 best fish of the weekend of the week. $10,000. What's a 15 year old doing with 10 grand, bro? Well, I just bought me a new truck, so it's probably going to put some upgrades on it. Woo! Some upgrades, huh? Like what? What, what are you going to what, like, what, like what kind of upgrades, bro? bunch of DZ stuff to make it all look good. But when I, I bought it, I bought it two or three weeks ago, completely stock. And I've already put uh, new rims and tires on it. And I put some cheap running boards that I had on it. And it looks good now, but it's going to just keep looking better and better. And I got till June till I can drive. So I got six months. Well, that's what I was about to ask. So you, six more months until you can drive it on your own officially. I'm sure you're. I'm sure you're driving that around a little bit now, right? I'm the full time driver. Are you taking? Are you driving Dad's truck down to Florida? Or are you bringing your truck? 
We're taking dad's truck. That's right. Put the miles on dad's truck, buddy. That's right. Smart kid. Smart kid. Put the miles on dad's truck. Now, with you winning all this money, I mean, I mean, are you having to pay for gas now? Like, how does dad do that? Is he, are, are you paying a dad tax? No, but I always pay for entry fees and all the bonus stuff. He pays for gas, but we sleep in the back of our truck almost all of the time. So that saves a lot of money on hotel rooms and camp spots. I got you. Now, what um, what what's what's the plan after the ten? What is what is your twenty twenty season shaping up to look like, Dylan? Man, I haven't looked too much into it too far, but the main tournaments I'm wanting or I'm going to fish is won the national championship, and the second tournament that I want to fish is clear like for the BSSS tournament because I'll be I'll be allowed to fish it. Because it's only a few weeks after my birthday, I think. So we're gonna drive 31 hours out there just to fish. I love it. I love it. Now, with all this travel, all this time, and everything that you got going on, at the end of the day, you're still a 15 year old kid, Dylan. What's 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 your school life like? Uh, I I sit right here and I watch two computers. Um, I do a uh, full time online school, and. I can make my own schedule, and I love it. I love online school way better than public. What's the What's the plan for graduation? Uh, like from graduating this year, or like high school? No, high school. How many more? How many? What do you got? Three more years? Four more years? Uh, I got two more years, or two and a half. I'm a sophomore. Okay, so two and a half more years. What? I mean, are you even contemplating what's next? Uh, well, right after that, I'm planning on going to college and just keep my fishing career going from there. So fishing's it. Like 15 years old, you know this is what I'm doing. I'm all set. Everything I'm doing, I'm focused on fishing for the rest of my life. Who's the, who's, 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 who's the angler? Kayak, kayak angler or not, who's, who's the guy you look up to the most in the industry? Uh, it's probably Scott Martin. I, wa I watch him all the time. I've met him multiple times. I've talked to him. Uh, but that that's like my role model, like my my biggest one. Of course, he's I got a, more. But he's a great guy. I got you. Well, now we we've seen some younger kids. I say kids. We've seen some younger guys. Everybody calls Jordan Lee a kid still to this day, right? I mean, so are, do you do you think you'll make that transition? To the big boat world, or are you going to ride this kayak thing out? Or, you, or that's not even on your radar? That, that's a tough decision. Like, we don't have a bass boat, but I think I'm going to stay in the kayak. I think I, I used to fish bass boat tournaments like with a co-angler, and I didn't like it. Like, I was having to dodge lures in the back of the boat. And in the kayak, I run the show, or at least in my, my boat. Yeah. The decisions I want or have to or regret later. Now, I have a question that I feel like a lot of it, I'm curious about, so I figure some of the public is as well. Why does why does dad not compete? Dad's traveling. Dad's putting in the time. Dad's, dad fishes. Dad knows what he's doing on the water. Why does dad not compete? I don't know. Like, I think he just, I don't know why he doesn't fish. Like, I think he'd rather just me fish and get, not all the attention, 
but he can see me going somewhere with it. Not saying that he couldn't. It's just, I don't know. That's a tough question. That's a, like a him question, not me. I got you. Well, I'll see him down here. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll get him on an episode and, and ask him. Now, when you and Dad are out fishing, because I know, like I said, I know y'all get out. I know you got a couple of rigs on, on the trailer there that you guys travel with. Uh, I mean, does does Dad does Dad beat you? Does Dad keep you? I mean, y'all have comp- you know, y'all compete when it's just the two of you. Oh no, I beat him all the time. <laughs> I think he beat me once this year, maybe maybe twice, maybe twice. I love it. Keep the keep the humility until you talk about Dad, and then all the humility goes out the window. Oh no, Dad ain't beating me. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it, dude. Well, Dylan, bro, man, you're you're an incredible, incredible 15-year-old, dude. What you're doing is is phenomenal in the community. What you're doing in the sport, uh, you know, jumping over the boundaries to, to be as level-headed and to be able to carry yourself that way that you do. Um, I just, I'm super proud, man. I'm super proud of you, super proud of how you're growing and the, and the man that you're becoming. Um, you, you, you've got all the right tools. You've got all the right people around you. Stay focused, bro. Stay out of your own head. Don't let these other 10 clowns, don't let these other 10 clowns in your head. Uh, I'm not. All right, bro. Well, well, dude, I, 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 I severely appreciate you coming on, man. Before you go, I'd love to roll out the red carpet, give you an opportunity to thank any kind of friends, family, thanks some sponsors, give any kind of shout out you want to, bro. The, uh, the, the, the mic is yours, dog. Wait, thank you. First, I'd like to thank you for coming on the show, for having me on the show. Uh, second, DZ for uh, Fish USA. I'm on there. I'm partnered up with them. They're a great stuff or a great company. I order them from all the time. And my newest one is Native Watercraft. I got asked to be on the team, and I can't wait to see what the year has in store. Yeah, asked to be on the native team, dude. That's that's amazing, bro. Congrats. Thank you. That's a big deal. How you liking that rig? Love it. I've tried out multiple kayaks, but my Titan is the best that I've been in. in I got opinion. you. I got you. Well, hey, your opinions is all the only one that matters and all that, right? Excellent, man. Excellent, dude. Well, bro, I can't wait to see you in a couple weeks down at Kissimmee. Um, uh, you know, big shout out to Kissimmee Sports. Uh, you know, once again, guys, going down for the DZ Invitational and the DZ Ten. Any, I gotta ask. Last question before we let you go. Any, any guys coming into the Invitational that you don't want to see win it? Man, I'd I'd rather somebody from the Ten win the Invitational. Like, I'd rather not have that twelfth guy coming in. But there are some sticks coming for the Invitational. And they're going to be tough to beat, like Jody Queen and Corey Dry. They all fish down there. They're going to be, there's going to be some hammers coming down. They're going to be tough to beat. But I got you, bro. Probably Corey Queen coming in as my my number two. The two guys. I tell you what, man. I I think Drew Gregory is going to be. I think Drew Gregory is going to be one. You know, I don't I don't know. Is Mel Ash? Is Mel Ash in here? Is Mel Ash coming down? Mel could be one of those guys. You know, we you know we haven't heard anything either. Um, I, you know, I don't know that Jamie Dennison. I don't think that he's. I don't know if he's committed or not yet. 
But Jamie Dennison's a guy that can come down and dominate and clean the floor. And there's a lot of money going to be on the line for uh, yeah. for the Invitational as well. Not only is it a hundred percent payout, but there's that extra thousand dollars if you win it. And then there's a chance to come into the house and and take ten grand away from one of you guys. Like that's a real opportunity. Big opportunity. Well, bro, man, you're a class act. I can't wait to see what you do today with all these guys. Uh, I'm gonna get a picture of your beard connect next to next to Elsie, uh, Elsie's, and uh, and and I'll show everybody what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much, Dylan, for coming on, bro. I really appreciate it, man. Yep. Your you. class act. Much love to Grandma. Give her a big hug. Smack Dad for me, and I'll see you in three weeks at Kissimmee Lakes. Okay. Grab Not a problem, buddy. Not a problem. All right, guys. If you t if you missed any of that, uh, you guys can make sure that you tune in. Uh, I want to play this video. If you guys if you if you guys missed the video earlier on, I'm fixing to play that right now as we close this thing out. Um, but you guys can uh, can can go in to uh, to kayakbassfishing.com forward slash the weigh in and catch up on all of these episodes. You can also download all of these episodes via podcast. So if you want to lift, if you miss part of this or you miss any of uh, of uh, Cody Milton's interview, any of Casey Reed's, any of Jamie Broad's, any of Brad Cases, or any from our Champions Night, where we had three out of the four former champs on uh, earlier on last uh, in the week, you can download all of those in your podcast platform. All you got to do is go into your all any of your favorite podcast podcast cast that you know what I'm trying to say. You can go to your favorite podcast location and uh, and search in Scott Butcher's Way In and download all of that stuff here. So, guys, once again, let me throw this graphic up here on the screen as a last chance. Uh, if you're not entered into the DZ uh, Invitational and, you, and you're eligible, I don't know what you're waiting for. Go to tourneyx.com right now and sign up because you've got an opportunity to not only win all of that cash, but to win your way into a house with, uh, with 11 hammers and, uh, and, and take some money from them straight up. Take some money from them straight up. So. With that, guys, I'm going to close out here with a video with you guys, show you all that thing one more time, and then we'll end this thing out for the night. Once again, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Scott Butcher. Thanks for watching the weigh-in. I'm going to close out this video here telling all you guys to talk your dreams. I'm going to see if I can get this thing up and running. Hope you guys enjoy, and uh, and we'll catch you guys tomorrow night where we have on uh, the, the, the Texas Rattlesnake, Mr. Matthew Scotch, coming on tomorrow night. So, uh, yeah, y'all enjoy this video, and we'll catch you guys next time. See ya. Hey guys, I'm Chad Hoop with Kayak Bass Fishing, and I'm here in Kissimmee, Florida at the world-famous Big Toho Marina because I'm excited about coming back here at the end of January, first part of February, January 29th to February 1st, called the Kayak Bass Fishing DZ-10 and the Kayak Bass Fishing DZ-10. Now, the 10 is a unique event for anglers that have fished throughout the 2019 season who finished in the top 10 of the Angler of the Year points come down to Kissimmee to fish on the Kissimmee chain, to qualify to fish in the 10 through the 10 Invitational. What that means is any angler that finished in the top 10% at a KBF event 
is eligible to come fish the Invitational, an invitational style event that could win them that wild card slot into the 10. The anglers that finish in the top 10 of the Angler of the Year standings come down to Kissimmee, Florida to duke it out for the title of 10 champions. Now they're competing for a guaranteed first place payout of $10,000. In addition, we're gonna take care of these anglers like no other event ever has. We're gonna put them up at a premium property. Encore Resort at Reunion is hosting the anglers for this event. We're gonna bring you some behind the scenes by filming inside the house. We're gonna get some behind the scenes dialogue between the anglers. We're gonna do some candid interviews about the struggles that they had along the way, the successes they had along the way. I forget what I was talking about now. <laughs> We're gonna bring you a unique perspective on a kayak fishing event where we take 10 guys, actually 11 this year because we had two tied for 10th place, and maybe one more that wins their way into the Invitational and see who comes out on the top and takes on the title of the 2020 Kayak Bass Fishing DZ, the 10.